This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 50 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. I want to first and foremost say it's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. Um, I want to say, uh, I want to get a couple of birthday shout outs before we get started with the episode. My nephew and my brother-in-law had birthdays today and yesterday, respectively. So to Michael, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Clarence Eugene Farmer III. Happy birthday, happy 10th birthday. And to uh, Terrence Brandon Farmer, happy 31st birthday. Okay, and uh, my sister-in-law's birthday is on the 14th. Oh, and my uh, my homegirl from the Southwest side, Randy Horn, her birthday is today as well. Nice. Happy birthday, y'all. <laughs> Any shout outs for y'all? Oh, my Aunt Doris, happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> no birthdays, just power to the people month. Absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> No birthdays from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 February birthdays. <laughs> okay. Um, and I want to go here from there. Um, I want to say, because it's been heavy on my mind and my heart, I want to say rest in peace to uh, who I consider one of the greatest to ever have graced the game of basketball, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, definitely. I want to say rest in peace to his daughter, uh, Gianna Bryant, mm. and the remaining seven um, victims of that horrific uh, helicopter accident last week Sunday, exactly a week from today. Yes. So uh, it's been on my mind. I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, just, uh, you know, how life is so precious. Absolutely. And, uh, you you know, one day you're here and the next day you're gone. So uh, to their families, man, um, my thoughts and prayers go out to you all. Absolutely. So like I said, uh, this is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform. This is episode number 50. Um, before we get started with the episode, let's let's uh, introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. We can start from right to left. Start All with you. Right. My Instagram is Takesha dot H. That's T A K E E S H A dot H. Okay. I'm Brittany Chanel, but the A is replaced with a V. So B R I T T V N Y and then C H V N E L. Okay. Um, I'm Mercedes. I don't know my Instagram. I think it's Sadie's dot thirty five. Yeah, yeah. So. She's not on there much. Okay. <laughs> and let me show y'all how it's done. Um, my name is John Ross Dyke the first, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore Visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary dot com for all my listening audience that's s-t-i-l-l-v-i-s-i-o-n-a-r-y.com okay in front of you i have all my paraphernalia that i sell on my website you can shop stillvisionary.com slash apparel how are you all great okay fantastic okay <laughs> Good. Wonderful. welcome Good welcome to the podcast yeah, yeah. thanks for having us yeah. no doubt no doubt uh, i want to say shout out to my man evan neal Without that recommendation, we wouldn't be sitting here today. Mm -hmm. So I want to say to him, appreciate the uh, the networking that he provided me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So man, listen, I know you guys are talkers. Okay. <laughs> yes. We're gonna get into y'all podcast in a few, right? Mm -hmm. Um. 
so when I ask you how you're doing, I, just from where y'all, y'all, how, how y'all are professionally, mm-hmm. uh, give me something more. How are you? Are you sad? Are you? And I'm not. I'm not trying to be a therapist here. No, no, gotcha. I'm just, you know, because yeah, I would hope that you. Would, yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. So, how you doing? Honestly, mm-hmm. after the Kobe thing, it was a little bit of a rough week. Yeah. But I could say that just interacting with my clients kind of helped me get through a little bit. Yeah. Um. But you know, I've just been working on. Uh, putting into a perspective that kind of helps me elevate mm. to a different level. So that's where I'm at. So okay. I'm okay. good spiritually. It's a little tough, but for the most part, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professionally, for me, I am. I'm in an okay place. Um, really, just since starting this new job, I'm really kind of in a place of practicing gratitude daily. No doubt. Um, Cause I can, my, my tolerance is low sometimes. Um, very human of me. However, kind of reminding myself daily to be grateful for, I have a thing that I say to myself, like I'm grateful for this space and this time Mm -hmm. that I'm currently occupying. And that kind of grounds me to the moment and kind of reminds me where I'm at and what to be thankful for. So yeah, that's good. Okay. Miss Mercedes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm good, but I'm like in a constant like I'm everything is in perspective to me like because life is so fragile now I just see mm. everything different from last Sunday so mm. everything is just viewed differently. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, they really shook me up to be honest. Mm. I'm not a big Kobe fan. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. If you love basketball, yeah, you respect yeah, yeah. Kobe Bryant. No and doubt. Like nine lives were lost in Gianna's life and the other little girls they just had their life in front of them so I'm just like constantly thinking if if something is worth my energy now like mm. it's just life is fragile so i'm just constantly like in my head since last sunday so i'm always in my head yeah. so i guess i'm uncomfortable yeah 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 and what's interesting is like you you a lot of people were talking about you know apologize for the the petty stuff that you got into an argument with or go hug somebody that's i think that's a fine perspective but i think we also have to take a moment and reflect on self mm. you know and i think a lot of people don't because life is forever fleeting, mm. you know, and so when you when that happens, it requires you to stop yeah. and really think about like I could really be gone one day, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and really trying to do something different with your with your life if you haven't already, yes. you know. So it gives you a chance to really self reflect because a lot of people don't get the opportunity to. And I come from the um the the vantage point of, you know, um, I watch basketball all the time. I coach basketball at the high school I work at. Okay. And, um, you know, Kobe was in the talks. Like, people, when they when they talk about, of course he was in the talks because last week LeBron passed him on the all-time scoring list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But he wasn't in the talks of, okay, what is Kobe doing right now? Or what what is he, like, it, he was in the talk, but when you turn on the TV last week, it was all Kobe. Right. And it was overwhelming. Yeah. To the point where, you know, I, I, I looked at his Instagram page, like, sometime a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now that they're talking about Kobe, I find myself looking at his page all the time because I'm thinking, man, there's there's a possibility Kobe will come out of this unscathed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it still hasn't man. set into me. Right. You know what I mean? For me, that's kind of been the same thing. Like, especially I'm watching all these Marvel shows and I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, people come out of these bad events mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm just hoping, yeah. like, maybe he had this yeah. armor on and, yeah. like, he was able to be protected. He was able to wrap up G. You know, yeah. like, yeah. maybe there's something there. We just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Kind of waiting on mm-hmm. We got it wrong. Yeah. And it's very normal because that's a very um, normal way to view grief. Yeah. That's the yeah, denial yeah. stage. We all know that. But yeah. it happens. Yeah. And even though we don't personally know Kobe, yeah. it hurt. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I felt the same way when Whitney Houston died. So that's kind of how <laughs> I did. Like, it yeah, hurts. For sure, like, for sure. So yeah. Grammy Sunday is starting to be a little cursed. Mm. It's a lot that yeah. usually goes on just about every yeah. year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. But one thing about Kobe that I appreciate, because um, I consider myself a feminist, and Kobe was one of the most supportive men in in regards to WNBA or women's basketball. Yeah, yeah, okay, so that's okay. what I appreciate about Kobe the most. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And he's a he enjoyed being a girl dad. Yeah, So for when sure. somebody would tell him he needed a son, he's like, I'm a girl dad. For sure. So I appreciate that right. about Kobe. Gigi told him straight up, no, I got this. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, it's unfortunate, especially because you could see the growth in him. Yeah. And the fact that he got to that point and mm. his, his life was taken away. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's sad. But. And he was about to give back on a whole different level, yeah. change yeah. lives in so many other different ways than what he did for the entertainment and allowing us to watch and kind of grow from him, watching him grow on the court. It was going to be this whole other aspect that we were going to get to see. And now we all kind of missed that part. I'm going to miss detail. You ever seen detail? No. Oh yeah. When he broke down the plays. Yeah. 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 It's just so, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. just so, it's so, it's amazing. Yeah, but I can't lie though. When that subscription was up, I kind of, I kind of went on somebody else's phone and subscribed again. I need <laughs> yeah. that free month. You know, you gotta finesse the game sometimes. You know, it's a little bit. <laughs> Part of life. Piece of Kobe. Yeah. Okay, so I do this segment on the podcast, right? And it really, I used to do it at the end, but I wanted to put it to the for, uh, to the beginning of the podcast because I want to make sure that people. If they don't make it to the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. they get something from you all. Okay. So uh, what should people take from you as in your professional career and that translated into your podcast? What should people take from y'all? That's a good question. Mm, for me, what I feel like they should take from me and from the podcast is that um, it starts with you. It starts with how you view yourself, how you feel about yourself. Okay. And that is your groundwork and your foundation for life and relationships and jobs and the meanings that we place on things. Um, If you don't have a good sense of self, all of those other views are going to be a bit distorted. Mm. It's going to make things a lot more difficult to analyze or to deal with or to process if you – don't have that foundation for yourself. Mm. So for me, that that would be a takeaway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are we going in order? Uh, listen, whoever wants, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's a it. that's a you good point. It. I think that we all kind of have the same mindset when it comes to you have to get to know yourself, mm-hmm. and we operate from a stance of be true to yourself. And mm-hmm. so if you're not true to yourself, if you can't spend time to, with yourself, if you don't know yourself, it's like impossible for you to get to know other people and for other people to get to know you. So okay. I think that's why T.D. Jakes had a sermon. He was saying people are so tired yes. because you are out here pretending to be somebody else. Oh, yes, mm. It's heavy. Definitely. Yeah, get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Nurture yeah. yourself, all the pieces of you, your mental health, your physical health, your intellectual health, mm-hmm. all the pieces of you, you need to nurture those pieces. That's Absolutely. what I tell people. That's the that's my whole motto. Like, yeah. get to know you on all levels because if you're carrying around your view of yourself that you haven't fully accepted but then your mama's view or your cousin's view and your partner's view that will get heavy you're trying to be true to all these other different sides and you you is just underneath underneath it all not shining through and you're trying to carry all these other roles now you said you don't talk a lot and look I at don't. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I warm don't. up. Warm up, up to it. Warm up to it. Once they get me going, warm up to it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, was, I mean, we all kind of piggyback off of each other, but I think season two, 
you'll notice a trend in the message that we're trying to portray to people. Like okay. it really does start with self. Okay. Um, you can't commit to outer unless you commit to inner. You know, and I think um, we're in a time where people are kind of running from emotions. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, that requires self-reflection. That requires if you feel mad, sit in it. Allow it to process. Yeah. Cleanse yourself from that emotion and kind of create a different perspective to move forward. Okay. You know, and that's, you'll really hear that in season two for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is, this to me, this is based off my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Professionally, I know from a textbook stance what to do, but personally I had to go through a stage of, I guess, not knowing myself in order to mm-hmm. say, hey, I need to get to know myself. Yeah. And so I know what it's like to not know oneself. So that's why I'm trying to get people to, get to know you because life is just easier when you know you Absolutely. you make decisions you know in a in a different way when you know that you're being true to yourself and nobody's like pressuring you to go one way or the other mm-hmm. so that's why i say the overall message is like know thyself right mm-hmm. and i think yes we're all therapists but we we do use our personality to to portray the message mm-hmm. and we don't give off the vibe that we know everything okay so I mean, all, all three of us had to do some self-reflection in order mm-hmm. to really be passionate in our career. Yeah. You know, sure. we're not perfect yeah. in no way, but we've taken the time to look at ourselves. Yeah. You know, and so that's what that's what drives our passion for sure. Okay. So let's get to know you. Okay. So uh, where are y'all from? How did y'all meet? You know, um, because, I mean, upon coming here, I noticed that y'all camaraderie is really close. <laughs> How do y'all know each other? Where did it start? Did y'all go to college well, together? They, they, they got a longer history yeah, than uh, me. Okay, okay, so I'm from okay. Arkansas, and then I went, I'm from Stamps, Arkansas, very small town, and I went to University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, HBCU. Okay. What year did you come out? 2012. Do you know my, my homeboy, uh, Kendall Babin? Yes. yes. Wow, that's we crazy. know Babin. We yeah. sing. Shout out to Babin. He coaches with me at at, at, uh, at Walter. Really? Yeah, yeah we know yeah. Babin. So and when I listened to the podcast and you were like Arkansas Pine Bluff, I was like, I bet I got his. Beat. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna watch. He's gonna listen. He's gonna watch and listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So but Arkansas Pine Bluff. Came back. Ba- Kate Babin is my dog. That's my dog. That's okay. Yeah. My yeah, brother. So I think her and Babin graduated the same year. We did, and we're all fans. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is my best friend, line sister. All of those above. And and, and and what's sorority? Delta. Okay. The only way. Oh, okay. My wife's an AK. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My wife's an AK. Okay, it's all love. No doubt. But my sister, my sister, Alexis Rideau Anderson. Anderson Rideau is, okay. a, is a Delta She's from a U of H. She's a great woman. There we go. Great woman. You got to relax. <laughs> Seems, like <laughs> Seems like a smart lady. I don't know. But I'm just <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So you might be, you're, you're a K. I'm sorry. No. Whoa. They're both Okay. You're a Delta. You're a Delta. Okay. Yeah, this is my line sister. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I'm this sorry. Is my, this is my line sister here. Okay, okay. So, okay. I'm sitting amongst Deltas. Okay. okay. You are. I apologize. It's okay. Maybe we should have warned you ahead of time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it really my is bad. all love. Okay. Okay. So, y'all both went to Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yes. Okay. We were um, best friends before we were Deltas, though. So, sometimes okay. I forget that we're. Mm. People Both always seem to think we're from the same place, though. We're I not. Thought, I thought y'all were. No, we're not. So we're you, from you're Arkansas. from Arkansas. You're from Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas as well, but I'm from a different part. I'm from Moralton, Arkansas. Okay, because I've been to Conway. Yep. I've report. been to Conway, Arkansas, uh, two or three times. Yeah, so it's like 20 minutes away. Okay. From yeah, my town is like this big. You blink and it's through it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's true. And I'm from Atlanta. You're and from I attended Atlanta. Prairie View A&M University. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So you I mean, came. I'm wearing a Clark Atlanta shirt because I represent all HBCUs. But okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay. PV all the way. Okay, all right, all right. And uh, <laughs> education. 
where did we get it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Prairie View both for my undergrad psychology and then my master's. Sorry, okay. my master's in uh, counseling. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Texas okay. Women's University in Den, Texas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it's real my close to Arkansas. Close. It's not close, but yeah. closer yeah. than Houston. It is closer Go ahead. than Houston. Uh, undergrad in psychology from University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and master's at Texas Women's. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so y'all, okay, okay. We like the we, same people. Yeah. Okay. We, we, met, we met at work. <laughs> but me and Mercedes met in undergrad where we became friends first freshman year. We were both, well, she eventually transferred to psych major. So then all of our classes got together. We got closer, became best friends. We wanted to pledge the same sorority. Mm. Then we both wanted to do um, marriage and family therapy because we were in Ronald McNair together. Yes. Mm, Just okay. like a research program that um, aids students in going to achieve their PhDs. Yes. Oh, nice. um, so we were in that program together. Someone came and spoke about family therapy, and we were like, that's yes. it. <laughs> that is the one. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so then we went, moved to Texas together. Got the master's. Question for you. What's, what's your first name again? I'm sorry. Brittany. Brittany. Mm -hmm. What year you come out of PV? 14. Do you know Kiara Stidham? No. Okay, okay. Never mind. I'm terrible with names, but I'm really good with faces. So if I, if I see a picture of her, then I might. I'll show you one off there. Okay. We okay. used to work together at Waltrip. Okay. She but yeah, I was teacher. always busy with tennis. Okay. Um, so I was. You played tennis in college? Mm -hmm. Okay. All four years. Yeah. Okay. You're Scholarship? Tennis player. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That brought you out here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my coach recruited me because in Atlanta, they have an um, HBCU tournament. So mm. a, a good amount of the HBCUs go to this particular facility and they recruit students. Mm. I wanted to go to Xavier, but it didn't work out that yeah. way. But I ended up at Prairie View, best decision. Yeah. I didn't For know sure. you wanted to go to Xavier. Yeah. I did. Texas all is always better. <laughs> Are you from Texas? Yeah, I am. Houston. I'm from the oh, city. From okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love it here. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, I did a therapy session one time. My wife said I should go to therapy. Okay. And the therapist was looking at her watch the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. That's horrible. I'm so sorry. Do y'all wear a watch in y'all sessions? I mean, I, mean, I wear it. I keep it on me, but it's not like a constant, like. Because I, I was rambling. I was like, you know, I don't really think that I need therapy. I don't know mm -hmm. why I'm here. But, I mean, you know, this and this and this. And then when I would look away to break that eye contact, she would look down at her watch. Mm. Right and and I would and I was like okay wow maybe I'm talking too much or maybe no. I'm not saying the right things. When I hear stuff like that, it kind of breaks my heart. <laughs> that's an ouch. No, yeah. seriously, I'm so sorry. Because of, so she was looking at her watch and, and she was like, and I could tell she was kind of trying to rush me a little bit. No, that's mm. unfortunate. So a, a a big part of this field is honoring the public trust okay. and making sure that we portray this profession in a light that's gonna do that. And mm. so when we do stuff like that, it's already stigma. Like you yeah. said, I don't know why yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So we can't do stuff like that. So when yeah. I hear stories like that, it breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah. it does. Mine too. It breaks my heart. But something key to remember about it is it's not going to be a one size fits all the same right. way you go to a doctor's office or a dentist's office and you're like, you know what? I ain't feeling it here. They ain't really breaking down the information for me. They're not telling me what I need. You would not not go to the dentist again, mm -hmm. not not go to the doctor again. You would try a different one that mm -hmm. fit your needs a bit better. Even a barber. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we got to remember the same thing with therapy. Yes, it breaks my heart when we yeah. hear those stories because I've heard more than a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. But, but you said something interesting. Okay. I don't know. I don't need to be here. I don't really need therapy. Yeah. So I wonder what what does that stem from when when you think you don't need therapy? Well, like I got because you know sometimes I'm an optimistic person. Okay. okay. Right, and so no matter what, the glass is always half full for me. Mm -hmm. Regardless, like when I, for instance, my son passed away last year, and rest in peace to my baby boy. I love you with all my heart. And so he passed away last year, right? And and yeah, I'm still I'm still dealing with it. 
Okay. Uh, but I'm not, I get triggered. I'm triggered. You know what I'm saying? So uh, life, like with Kobe, so when Kobe passed away, it all started, I was just like, Jesus, why does it, you know, why is it happening like this? He was just, you know, trying to do best for his daughter, mm -hmm. trying to get them there, and he passed away. It's just so unfortunate. Then I started thinking about my son and what Vanessa's going to go through and yeah. um, the Artabellis, if I'm saying the name correctly, are going to go through and burying a child because mm -hmm. it's never easy. Right. And so um, when I was talking to the therapist, I was just like, uh, yeah, I just, I kind of felt like I'm above therapy. If that makes sense, okay. that that my optimism would see me through anything. Okay. Does that make sense? That's what a lot of people think, right? So, not to say that it's right or wrong, but a lot of people have those thoughts. But I think you made an important point when you said, "I still have triggers." Yeah. Um, because we all have triggers, no matter how optimistic we are, no matter how much we see this glass half full, we're all triggered because we're all human, and mm. life doesn't stop, and life is hard. Mm. Um, so. Therapy isn't a, oh, you need to be fixed. There's a problem. Exactly. Here's a pill. You know, you're healed. It's more of a open space where you can go to to identify those triggers, to process maybe how you feel at that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, what that experience of being in that triggering moment was like for you. Right. Um, and so you can have an idea of what it means for you and then maybe even how you can deal with it so that it doesn't begin to step into those other areas of your life. Mm. Ultimately just giving you tools to to get through that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I mean, yes, it's a conversation, but like you say, you you know what the triggers are. It's just a matter of getting through that. Mm -hmm. And if you have the right fit with a the therapist, you can kind of figure out because we all have those internal strengths. It's just a matter mm -hmm. of pulling from them. Right. No you know? And you said you're optim you're optimistic, so it was gonna see you through. So like so if you broke your toe, you would go to the doctor. You, yeah. your optimism. You wouldn't. Probably, you you wouldn't would. say my optimism is going to see me through. Yeah. I probably, probably would break. I probably would go to the exactly. doctor. Exactly. So, in in order to decrease that stigma about going to talk to somebody, we have to treat that mental health side of ourselves just like we treat the physical side of ourselves. Absolutely. That's why I try to get people to understand. It doesn't mean you are weak. Right. I right. think it's very strong of a person to go share something so intimate with a stranger yeah. and try to allow that person to propel them forward in the next level. Not that they're going to be the expert, but they're going to let you know that you're the expert at your life. Yeah. And all you really need to do is have a safe space to process what's going on up here. That's all it is. Yeah. That's yeah. really all it is. Because safe we, space. And when we don't go to therapy sometimes, we don't process the things. We just see the things and we're like, it's okay. I'm going to be optimistic about it. I'm going to just keep going. And you repress it and you repress it. And then it does show up at work or then you are triggered at really kind of inconvenient times mm -hmm. when you're not able to do the things that you need to do. Or maybe, you know, not just your situation, but our partners, maybe they are not in a space where they can help us process it. Yeah. So maybe they need for you to kind of deal with you and find a way to process it yourself so that they can do something on their end. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, it's just a checkup, though. It's just yeah. something that we kind of all need mm -hmm. is that safe space. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned it on, on y'all mentioned it rather on your podcast. So I guess I'll just ask the question again because I, everybody hasn't heard the podcast. So we'll dive into that in a few. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think therapy is for everybody? 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I think you will find the right therapist the first try? Not always. Mm -mm. Yeah, I have yeah. been to therapy. I did not like my therapist. Mm. Mm -hmm. I didn't like my therapist. And it will be like that. Um, but you got to just try again. 
if mm-hmm. if you get to the point where you know you need it. Now, something you seem like a pretty optimistic person, you mm-hmm. know. So, but for the people who truly like struggle and suffer in silence, yes, go try it. Mm-hmm. It can really change the trajectory of your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and people forget it's not about. You don't go to therapy to deal with the, the most traumatic things. It could be literally I'm just going to bounce ideas off of a person to help me get mm-hmm. through the situation or a safe space. Because like Takesha said, whether it's your spouse, friends, they might not have the capacity to handle what you're handling. You know, so they might not be emotionally available to you. Right. And it's mm-hmm. disappointing. So when you have that therapist, that hour is just for you. Yeah. yeah. And you dedicate that time to really work on with this person what you're going through. Yeah. You know, so it's it doesn't have to be the the worst things in your life where you decide, you know, I need to talk to somebody. And if it is, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But people associated with the traumatic things when it necessarily doesn't have to be. OK. But even if you have a supportive circle, that's still therapeutic. Right. And not oh, yeah. therapy. Sure. Right. It's a it's a big difference because you I wouldn't come to you to pull my tooth out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will, I will go see a professional. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's, yeah. I can come to you and say, I got a toothache. You can give me some oral gel or something, but that's about all you can do. Yeah. Right. You yeah. can be, provide a little support, not too yeah. much. Right. But I mean, I know a friend who went to therapy because she just said, like, this thing did happen. But she said, I moved on from it pretty good. And I thought, I would, you know, I was doing okay. Mm. I was living. She said, but was I doing too good? Mm. Let me just go to talk to somebody, mm-hmm. make sure I got out anything that I did, that I needed to get out. And, and that was all she needed, just to kind of check in and make sure that we're not repressing anything, to make sure we're not holding in any resentment or regret or guilt, mm-hmm. um, because those are the things that we push away. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. kudos to you for trying it, yeah. though. Yeah. And I'm going to go back. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask. I hope you go <laughs> back. Because, you know, the job gives us free whatever. That's for, what I was going to um, say. Was it through EAP? I don't know. None it's of like, that. I have no idea. If it was idea. through your job, maybe that's why it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in, I, would in say, I mean, and it's also good to interview your therapist. Okay. You know, some people yeah. do have their yep. little select five that they want to go to. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, might not get the best vibe, but yeah. I wouldn't say stop, yeah. you know, trying because it's the same thing with any other doctor. If they telling you some BS and you're like, that's mm. not what I'm here for. <laughs> right. Or they don't right. touch you and you know you got pain on your shoulder and you just give me this prescription. You ain't talk to me about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just took my money. Right. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so mm. it's, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah. So uh, creativity comes from experiences. This is where we we, we delve into oh, okay. the on the ca- I, I, on your the tone change. On- <laughs> <laughs> we finna get deep up here. <laughs> this is where we delve into um, the on the co- on the couch podcast. Right. Yes, creativity comes from experiences, right? And what I mean by that is, it was an experience um, in my old podcast, and <clears throat> pardon me, and um, ending that chapter that brought about this chapter. Okay, right. So when I say that, I want to know what was the moment where you said, okay, as therapists, we need to create this. Mm, that's a good question. I am a avid podcast listener. So am I. Okay. What are I, your top three podcasts? Really quickly. Okay. On, uh, on the couch. <laughs> Can I count mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, on not? The couch. Why not? <laughs> Super Soul and then The Read. Okay. okay. Uh, the Read is just a podcast that talks about pop culture just to okay. get some funny stuff. Um. But like I said, I'm an avid podcast listener, okay. and we have deep conversations all yes, the time. Yes, yes. And I'm like, somebody needs to hear this. And so I just presented it to mm-hmm. them um, because we know there's a gap mm-hmm. in between like the community and us. And a lot of times people don't know that it's readily available. They just don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And because we're women of color, mm-hmm. we're trying to change and try to build that trust, mm-hmm. you know, with the community. And so that's kind of how we started. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten some really good response good. from that. People right. started doing some self-work, yeah, you know, true. and we're really not. It would be great if we had 15K followers, but yeah. somebody told me you're going to get the right people to listen. Yeah. And we have. And yeah. we've gotten really positive feedback from that. No doubt. No doubt. So we, I, I'm, I wouldn't pick a better team. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you said creativity comes from experiences. And so basically, as like I said, I, I experienced like the work, thinking about the work that I put in to like love myself and on this journey of just trying to get to know myself and just I feel like how much better my life is. Mm-hmm. I'm like somebody need to know. I wanted to motivate somebody to do the self-work and the podcast gave me the platform to like reach people. Mm. Um, And like she said, not a lot of people, we don't got a lot of listeners, but from the people that do listen, they're actually out here like, hey, I did that. When I go home to my hometown, somebody will see me at the grocery store and they'll say, hey, I did that. And Mm. when they say they did that, they mean they went to go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel good that people are actually like taking what we're saying and applying it to their own lives because that's the goal. I want black people and brown people to take care of their mental health. Mm. Period. Period. That's what I want. Yeah. And for me, I just kind of wanted to let people know that as therapists that we're still human and that we're all still a work in progress. Because I think that when they think therapy, they think, oh, I'm going to walk into this office. It might be an older white woman with her arms crossed, legs crossed, with a notepad in her hand, just really kind of straight to the point. I'm like, that's not really the vibe that I give off in my therapy room. No. So for us, is is very chill. It's very relaxed. It's like you said, even with this, it's, it's a, just an open conversation, mm-hmm. um, an opportunity to just be open and to grow um, and to really be yourself and kind of touch some of those hard places with somebody that you can just be comfortable with. Yeah. This mm-hmm. We ain't here to judge. We ain't here to say what's right and what's wrong. Nope. Help me kind of understand you a little bit and maybe let's just kind of bounce some ideas around to see what might work best for you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to see that side of us because that's something, like Britt said, we continuously do within ourselves on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Yeah. Like it's constant work. Mm-hmm. It is. And so I wanted them to see that side um, mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Yeah. I, um. So how closely related is the structure of, and I'm, I'm jumping back and forth between the podcast and therapy, mm-hmm. how closely related is the structure of, um, coming in, seeing your therapist, talking, is it like, because I played a therapist one time in a short film that I wrote. Okay. And and a lot of movies portray therapists and they put them in that, in that third. Yes. And, and they put them in that third and they do this A-B thing with the camera and the, and the therapist is sitting there writing with a notepad. Do you guys mm-hmm. keep a notepad? It depends. It depends. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I usually do not. <laughs> yes, um, Hollywood. Listen, we, uh, <laughs> we going to get to it today. I, I was talking to somebody about this. Hollywood, just the that industry portrays mental illness and mental health in such a, it's so incorrect. How so? Some aspects of it, but it, it's so sensationalized. It's not, mm-hmm. I mean, they over-sexualize psychologist or they like that movie where the guy was like he had a mental disorder i think he had multiple personality disorders and he climbed on the wall at the end of the movie like what movie is that oh i know split split yeah and he had this multiple personality disorder which is very rare by the way um and at the end he's like crawling on the wall and it's like he has a superpower you know are you you talking about that has that movie even dropped no, yeah, that, yeah. That, that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, um, see that. But I don't know. I just mental health. It's just it's just portrayed as these barbaric, aggressive people mm. that mm. want to kill people. It's not like that. Yeah. But 
what was the question? So uh, hold on. So for example, over sexualized. So if you think of Bad Boys Two, mm-hmm. when Will went to therapy, he mm-hmm. ended up banking the therapist. Yes. So that's you an example. That a lot of, in yeah. So that's an mm-hmm. example of them like over sexualizing the therapist. It's either a hot white woman or a Latina woman playing mm-hmm. the therapist, and then she banging her client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so are you saying that that won't happen in real life? No. I'm not saying that it won't happen. Let me be honest. I've read, because in my supervision, we talked about that. There are a lot of reports of some therapists who take advantage of the client. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what happens. It's been reported. They lose their license. They get sued. I mean, there's, there's OBGYNs sometimes touching a, you know, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. it's not like yeah. it's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as it, it's so interesting that you asked that question because my supervisor asked that yesterday. I try to use my personality mm-hmm. while also still holding on to some of the structure. Yes. Because you're not just coming in and we just using this hour for you to just talk about anything. We got to add some structure. We got to break the issue down if there is one. Um, but you know, I try to make my clients laugh a little bit and mm-hmm. cause it's, you already coming in with something heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to help you open that book bag and take something out of it. Mm-hmm. You but know? you need to gain something from it. Right. So we, we can't, I can't let you ramble, ramble, ramble mm-hmm. because you're paying me. So I need you to gain something from this hour. So I do have to challenge you a little bit and things like that, but it's very chill. I, what do I do? I like, you dress, I, do you dress like this? I dress like this. Okay. I have t-shirts on in the therapy room. My, okay. my therapy profile picture is me in a t-shirt. Okay. On mm-hmm. professional um marketing sites. I'm in a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't have my private practice yet, but when I do, I will probably just be in a chill. Yeah. Okay. Chill attire. Okay. For me, it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's going to be comfortable for me that day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the work clothes are more comfortable, you know, um, like a blouse and some work pants. But other days could be a hoodie. Yeah, I had one said dope therapist, and my one of my moms was like, "You deserve that sweater. That is so nice. That fits you." And I was like, "Thank you." So it just depends on the day. Okay, it definitely structure to an extent, but mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like if, especially like initial sessions mm-hmm. or like the second yeah. session, if they need to ramble, get it out, vent, because right at this point, I'm just kind of listening, taking mm-hmm. it all in, Give trying to story. get a better understanding mm-hmm. of. You, your perspective, and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very anti notebooks. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like the note taking. It's very distracting, and I only do that because that would be my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I would not want to go to a doctor's office or to a therapist and then just yeah. jot down notes the whole time. Mm-hmm. To me, it takes some of the intimacy out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, if they're talking about something specific, and they kind of keep coming up with the same things over and over again, and they're not recognizing their own patterns, then I'll be like, okay. Let's look at this together, and mm-hmm. I'll write down something with them just so that they can see a visual mm-hmm. right. aspect of what they're saying and kind of how the thoughts keep coming around the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm a permission-seeking therapist. So what they mean is I will ask them if they're okay with me taking the notes. Mm-hmm. And then so sometimes my clients say some really dope stuff. So I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I want to write down what you're saying, like, directly. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I take a note card and write down what my client is saying so I can quote them. Mm-hmm. And give that to them so they can remember what they just said and use it, like when they're not in therapy. But so the notepad thing is not always a bad idea unless yeah. you're just constantly just writing. Yeah. But no, I think the notepad can be cool if you're writing down exactly like what somebody is saying so I can quote them. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things as a therapist is client expressions. Mm-hmm. When they say something, sometimes people say some really dope stuff mm-hmm. on their couch mm-hmm. and I need to write it down. So I ask them, can I? 
can I use a notebook right quick? And they'll say yes or no. Yeah. Sometimes people don't like you to have a notebook, though. No, they don't, because they're like, what you writing on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you writing? Different things for different therapists, yeah. different things work yeah. for different yeah. clients. Yeah. yeah. So um, my podcast, when I listed under, uh, you, you put your podcast on Anchor, right? I thought I saw yes. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's on I, Apple, too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, because I listened to it on Apple. When I um put my podcast on SoundCloud, I put it under the learning category. Right, because okay, okay. I, I would hope that whoever's watching is learning something from the people that I bring on the podcast. Okay. One thing that I notice and I love about your podcast is you always start out well. The first two episodes, outside of the intro, mm-hmm. you started out with a definition of what y'all were talking about. Let's talk about the structure. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you how do you how do you go about? Because the episodes I listened to, one was twenty seven minutes, the other one was twenty five, twenty six minutes. Okay. So you like to keep it short? Is yeah. that mm-hmm. Is that is that a preference or what? what do you, why y'all do that? Yeah, we we try to keep it short. Um, we kind of just we knew an hour was just gonna be too much for us. Mm. Um, we don't want to overwhelm. people. Yeah, yeah, mm. we're not trying to overwhelm people. But the definition, especially for the first two episodes, we yeah. felt it very important to dissect those topics. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the first one? Mental health mental versus, health versus mental illness. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. we mm-hmm. needed to specifically tackle that because we know that it's not the information out there is not accurate. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the the whole. Now, of course, the AF part was just putting emphasis yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the topic. Um, but again, that just goes to show that we're human. Like mm-hmm. therapists curse. Like you know, yeah. it's just, we're just easygoing people. Yeah. I think most of the um, sessions, though, we we do start with a definition because yeah. yeah. that's season two. Our members starting with a definition, mm-hmm. and that's just so people can be clear on what we mean when we're talking about the specific terms. Right, and, right. And we're using, like, mostly Webster. Right. Um, mm. Webster Medical, MD, or whatever. No, just is. just Google. Okay. Just but, yeah, it's a Webster. That's, it's Webster Dictionary. Right. Okay. So, okay. yeah, we will give the definition, and then on top of that, it's like, okay, this is the, the dictionary definition, and this is how we apply it to our lives. Yes. Mm. And this is how you could potentially apply it to yours. Okay. You know, so just giving that, that flexibility is not just this one-track thing. Right. Okay. You know, so that's why we did it that way. Okay. Because a lot of times people do think it's just this one thing. It's black and white. Life is not black and white sometimes. Mm. So that's, I guess, subconsciously, I guess, what we were trying to do. But want to make but sure yeah. people understand what yeah. it is that yeah. we're saying. It's not going over their heads. Because a lot of times therapy can be a lot of terms, a lot of terms. And so you want to make sure that you're saying layman terms. Everyday people can understand what I'm talking about. And I'm right. not trying to sound so educated. Right. Not that there's nothing wrong with being educated. But you want to break it down so people can understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What songs on your mind? Oof. Dang. I've been listening to Lucky Day a lot. Okay. So I would say concentrate. Concentrate. Yeah. That's my song. That's my jam. Okay. Probably Go Get It by Mary Mary. I listen to this song every day. Okay. Mm. What's that Kaylani song I was talking about? I don't know. We talk about a lot. You a music person. I know, but I'm really bad with like titles and names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's a music person. um, But it's one of her most recent songs and it just keeps standing out to me because I feel like it's a therapeutic song. And some parts when she was talking about you have triggers, I have trauma, and basically how this other person, their triggers have now created a trauma experience for her. Mm. And that really stood out to me because I'm like, that is real deal life. We don't recognize that. We get with these people. We all have our past. We all have our triggers, things like that. But now we're not dealing with them. We haven't taken accountability for them dealt with them but now what triggered you caused this experience and now I got a whole traumatic experience mm-hmm. because of wow. how you dealt with your trauma okay, mm-hmm. and your triggers. Kalani is actually mm-hmm. a very 
she's somebody who's been to therapy. Mm. I can Seems tell. Like it. Mm. And work. A lot of them are. Yeah. yeah. Joe Budden talks about therapy a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Joe, Joe <laughs> you is, gotta relax. Joe, Joe Budden. Joe. I love his podcast. I love yeah. it. He, sometimes he a little lot. He's, he's a, a lot to, um I think he's well respected. What's his What's his zodiac sign? Pisces. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taurus. Taurus. Okay. Are you okay. into that? I don't know anything about that. I'm a Virgo. Oh, okay. So we're Virgos. Kobe was a Virgo. Okay. Yeah. I have no problem with your button. <laughs> no problem. It's just some things I'm like, bro, really? Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he literally told Lil Yachty, "Why are you so happy? Right? You can't be happy." That's every old day. Joe. That's are you, old. Are you Joe. sure? That's old Joe. Are you sure? <laughs> I feel like it was just yesterday. You talking about when he was on Complex? He's, okay, that's so old that's, Joe. Yeah, that's Joe right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't listen to his podcast, so I, I ain't gonna yeah. say nothing else about it. I love it. But okay. um, the song that's on my mind, I'm gonna go Joe Button Dumb Out. I'm gonna go Dave okay. East featuring Tayana Taylor. Uh, I need a sign. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that record? Mm-mm. I haven't. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go that, and then um. I gotta go with Pat Barrett again. My way, New New, New Horizon. Have you heard that song? I have not. Contemporary go- Christian gospel. Mm-hmm. My way. It's a nice record. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dumb out. Uh, I need a sign and uh, my way. I've been listening to a lot of Nipsey hustle. Yeah. Yeah. What off his album? What what, no, what, what uh, record? So the old Nipsey. Okay. So like the mixtapes. Okay. Um, that's uh, bigger than life. Mm. It's one of my favorite songs by Nipsey hustle. Okay. Okay. Um, for real. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's get back into the podcast. On the couch, uh, is that correlated to therapy? Just being on the couch? I, you know, is that why y'all named that? No, no, no. Okay, it wasn't. It was because we spent a lot of time on the couch. On the couch talking. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with therapy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think I came up with the name just because it was. I was going to call it on the porch. <laughs> on the porch. <laughs> Were you really? I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, because you, you, you the first time hearing that. <laughs> Like, no, because we be chilling on the couch. I was like, I'm the couch podcast, Yo, but no, it had nothing to do with that. therapy. That's hilarious. Just yeah. a place where people are comfortable, girlfriends talking, maybe with a glass of wine. Yeah. It was something that had to do with wine. I think we, we're gonna need more wine or something. It was, yeah, the wine down. The wine down is what we're mm. going for, but then like our, our tag is like sisters in therapy, mm. so that's that's us, okay? Yeah, that be us. That's our group name, <laughs> okay? Yes, oh, our group name, yes, okay. Y'all need some merch. We do. We've been told we that she yeah. is a t-shirt maker over here. Good. So am I. Mm. But you need some merch. We yeah. do need some merch. It's always, it's always important to brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was thinking about that, you know, but uh, we could talk about that all off air. Okay. You know, you know, <laughs> Put okay. us on game. <laughs> okay. No doubt. No doubt. So um, 30 minutes. Why 30 minutes? I know y'all, were, why, y'all said that y'all don't want to keep it long, but sometimes you need a little length mm-hmm. in terms of getting a point across. You know, honestly, I think it has to do with time management. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all three in a doctoral program. Mm-hmm. So I think it's mostly we have to, you know, record and then we have to do homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, homework, dissertation jobs, mm-hmm. private practice. Yeah. But you, school, that so. too. But you know what? Even with, you can get a lot done if you're organized. Mm-hmm. And even with therapy, some people are surprised that it could just be an hour. Mm-hmm. If you're really on top of what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. you can i mean i feel like our topics we kind of go through it we end it well and it's kind of it is what it is if mm-hmm. we go over 30 minutes it just so happened to go that way but mm-hmm. i think we stay on topic and we kind of get it done but you don't those. you don't set a timer and say no oh, we'll no. look at it like mm, i think we're 
Because there's a lot of things you can get away with with it not being visual at first. You oh, know? yeah. Right. When, you know, what is being visual, I can't. They they saw me do this to you, right? They yeah. saw that. But yeah. when it's not, when you, you don't have a visual podcast, so no. you could almost be like, like. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> no, hey, girl. <laughs> you would see a lot of eye rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot of side laughing. Yeah, a lot of. <laughs> yeah, there's one. We were laughing a lot. I don't even know what it was. Okay. Yeah. And I'm usually like the, the serious one and she thinks I'm anal. She is very, very anal, very specific, very just mm-hmm. the entire yeah. time. And I'm like, yeah. I could, I could, I could sense that. Like I said to you, <laughs> having a drink of coffee. I mean, like, before you okay, got girl. here, we just argued about our season two. So. Yeah, I could, I could sense when I listen to the podcast. I know you're just like, okay, we got to get this. This point is important to say. Yes, it's got to be said. Yes. She wants to have twenty pre-recorded before we even release one. <laughs> But I respect that. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong <laughs> to with it. Because because that 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 goes to along with branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That goes along with branding. That was a, that was something in the old experience about creativity mm-hmm. that brought me here. Okay. See, people when you when you talk about forming consistency mm-hmm. and being consistent, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, like I said, this podcast will drop Tuesday the fifth. At uh, is Tuesday the fifth? I think it's the fifth. Let me I check that. So. I can it- fact check that right quick. Give me one second. Today's the second, third, fourth. No, it'll drop on the fourth at six PM Central Standard Time, okay. and not a second later. Okay, and it's gotta be it's gotta be like that, yes. you know, yeah. because when you're when you're beginning to venture off into something and you want people to tune in, mm-hmm. the second it's not it's not there, it's, it's just like okay, well, oh, oh well, yeah, 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 yes. people can move on. So, yeah. go ahead. But if you got fi- my thing is, if you got <laughs> five ten episodes, you still got a whole. Five ten weeks. Anything okay, in between that time where we can be like nothing's gonna stop. Like I'm just a we don't have no kids. Person. I see what you're saying. I see both at, both sides. At any time, we can meet up on Friday after work and like, hey, let's record a yeah. few more episodes. Like it wouldn't be a thing. Do you do that so that that way you could go back and edit the ones that you have? I am the one okay. who edit the podcast. Okay, okay. How much okay. do you edit? Quite a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Why are you asking all that? They don't need to know that. Quite a bit. They don't need to know. She hasn't edited. You could tell she hasn't edited before. Yes. That's why she said it like that. But I asked you if you, oh, can you go into the middle and cut this out? Or, oh, can you do that? No, and I'm not doing that. I said, it's di- I, okay. Listen, we, okay. We, <laughs> I, I get say, you. Okay. I get you. Because even still, I'm going to edit. I'm going to chop some. Well, first yeah. of all, I don't know anything about editing. This is a job <laughs> that I got from you guys. But I'm learning. Yeah. So, and when, so I'm like, I need to get it done so I can. Because yeah. I, I scheduled a podcast and stuff too, so I'm like, I, but it's okay. But I'm it, open to your idea, and we're gonna do it that way. Yeah. Are you left-handed? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm not. I don't know why I said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, let's walk through um, what session are y'all in in season two? Because I haven't made it that far. I'm still. I'm trying to catch. We haven't up. released. Yeah, we it. haven't released it yet. It'll be okay. ten, right? Yes, it'll be, ten, yeah. it'll be episode eleven. Yeah, because okay. we had a bonus okay. episode talking about um, the LGBTQ. Yeah, it's gonna come out in March. Okay, yeah. okay, for sure, it's coming out in March. We are gonna keep that date. Okay, we don't know the. Exact well, we'll, date we'll be all on it. Just let me know. Oh, by the way, I didn't follow you on Instagram, and I'm supposed to have done that. I'm supposed to have done that. I'm gonna go to the on couch podcast one. And, oh no! And just, I was saying she didn't say the on the couch podcast handle. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna add that in the beginning of the episode. Okay, cool. So, um, so let's talk about um. When you went into mental health versus mental illness, what was it like preparing for that episode? I was very excited for the episode mm-hmm. only because I have recognized that mental health is such a taboo subject and mm-hmm. that people think when you talk about mental health that they don't have one. 
we mm-hmm. all have mental health and we don't all have mental illness. So I was like, we need to put this information out there and people really could benefit from knowing that they have mental health and mental health. Those two words need to be a part of everyday conversations, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just based off of even the where I work and the clients that I, I deal with, they're ashamed of mm-hmm. even having to get help. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that impact, I mean, they're coming to me, been a client for years, and I was like, how do I stop taking medication yes. because I can't do X, Y, and Z because this person is not on medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, it's just very important to educate people because, you know, it's, they listen more to celebrities versus actual mm-hmm. professionals. Mm-hmm. And so when you get the information, not saying that they don't know what they're talking about, but you're not going to find that people are going to delve too much into something that has to do with the physical care unless they have a professional there. Mm. And I've that's the gap. What do you mean? What do you mean? There are a lot of seminars that happen that don't have actual therapists or behavioral health specialists at these events. Mm-hmm. You don't, you like Dr. Was it Dr. Oz? You know, mm-hmm. he has different mm-hmm. professionals to talk about the different areas of the body. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you don't, you ha- they have these mental health events, but there aren't any True. mental health professionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the social Their media influencers have yes. wellness events or wellness. They call mm-hmm. it self-care, but they don't actually have any mental health professionals right. there. A yoga instructor sometimes is not a mental health <laughs> professional i know you're being dead ass right now but i like yoga instructors and it's a form of meditation which is a great coping skill but you should still have a mental health professional there to help you give the information out to people right because the trend is people ask all of these questions around what the actual issue is the mental health aspect how do i do yoga how do i go to the spiritual person how do i go to a life coach when it's right there it's like you can still tackle all these areas but yet still go to a therapist if you have to Mm. you know Mm. um but i think that it's important for people to know what it is Mm. i listen to a lot of podcasts i get a little frustrated when i listen to podcasts because sometimes i listen to it for a release and sometimes i don't want to hear about the because i do it every day Mm. you know um but there is a lot of misinformation and it frustrates me Mm. a lot because they don't necessarily know what they're talking about Mm. you know um and people with a mental illness, they just so happen to have that. It's it's biological, mm-hmm. you know, and they just need medication to help them function, you know. So mm-hmm. we needed to do that to educate people. So what's the yeah. difference? Before Answer what's the difference, and then I'll, and then I'll come back because I had another question I want to ask you. Mental Go ahead. health? Between mental health and mental illness. Okay, so mental health is our, our psychological and emotional well-being. How mm-hmm. am I feeling if I'm happy, if I'm sad? Um, mental illness is, or is the disorders. Right. Mm-hmm. Bipolar, schizophrenia, ADHD. depression, ADHD, mm-hmm. um, anxiety. Those are the disorders. Mental health is like physical health. itself. is our brain health, right. Um, right. basically. So when I'm thinking of that, Feedback. to get back to your previous question of how hard was it or what did we have to do to prep for this, it really wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of prep because we were already kind of seeing a lot with the fields we're working in, we're seeing the mental health diagnosis. We're seeing mental illness daily. But then we were also seeing the mental health of people in our lives and on our social media when they talk about their moods frequently. Mm-hmm. They talk about their anger. They talk about their sadness. Mm-hmm. And we're like, that is mental health in general. Mm-hmm. We all have that. We all experience those emotions. Yes. Um, but people seem to get them confused and they're like, well, I don't want to have any emotions if that means Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a mental illness, but they're not the same. They're not the same. You still need to take care of the routine emotions, Mm -hmm. right? even if you don't have a diagnosis. So for example, if I am sad, that's my mental 
help. But if I am sad to the point where it has impaired me to go to work and make a living for myself, it becomes a mental illness. Mm -hmm. So that's basically the biggest difference is the mental health is how you're feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? That's the, you know, the self-care part of it. But mental illness is the diagnosable disorders of a mental health. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it, it ties into physical health. Like you could have a general cold and then you could possibly have pneumonia, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but we have to take care of both. We just do. Yeah. Okay. And people add labels when they don't necessarily have to be. Yes. Like this mm-hmm. person is bipolar just because bi means two and you saw two different moods within the same hour. <laughs> no, we're no, or okay. the weather is bipolar. Yeah. That is very stigmatizing. That's Extreme. the worst one. This weather is bipolar. That is so... Yeah, ignorant. We gotta it's, stop that. We do have to stop that. Um, and uh, of course, with us being professionals, it's in the field. It becomes very frustrating. It is frustrating because I work with stuff. people exactly who are actually going through this, and it's not easy for them to go through it. No, no, it's not. But you know, but hey, something I'm very passionate about is us just not being ashamed to have a conversation about our own mental health. Right. And every day we feeling something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When exactly. Kobe passed away, we all were struggling with our mental health, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. We were You're fi- talking about being sad. Yeah. Right. Okay. Confused. General mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a part of being human. Yeah. yeah. Current state of mind. Right. Yep. Exactly. Is it in a good place? Could it be worked on? Mm-hmm. Um, today is um, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were killing him. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love yeah. the realism. I love it. Today is Super Bowl Sunday, which means uh, today is February the 2nd, 2020. And we have 333 days left in the 2020 year. Okay. What do you hope to attain in aspects of your podcast and then in aspects of personally, professionally, I should say, mm. before the end of the year? Do you need a little more explanation on that? No, that makes sense. Okay. I'm trying to think. Because, uh, and, and let me just give a little backstory because I haven't said this this year. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was just like, man, you know, um, I'm not, you said an important thing earlier. You said that being organized helps things flow, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I was just thinking, man, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. This year that I started this little countdown, I want to do this. And then at the end of the year, nothing was like, I had nothing, you know, keeping me accountable to that time. Okay. So <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, well, today is this date. How many days do we have left to attain this? And it really started when I started my new company, the new podcast and everything, because I wanted to drop everything January the 1st, 2019. And so at the top of the third quarter, that's when I was really like, okay, well, we got such and such. We got, And, you know, I got 81 days left. What am I going to do in 81 days before the ball drops to be prepared for this? So when I ask that question, I just I'm interested to hear what people have in mind to get accomplished before the end of the year. Hmm. Who wants to go first? (laughs) Well, for me, kind of like I was telling the girls earlier and you were talking about in regards to podcast and your podcast and professionally. So for the podcast, one thing we want to do is have weekly sessions okay that's one okay. thing that's one of our goals because last year we did bi-weekly okay so this year we want to do more episodes to make okay. sure that we can put our name out there so that's for the sure. biggest goal for, for the sure for sure yeah. for sure for so, sure yeah no doubt professionally professionally i would just say for me to um continue building private practice clients mm. um 
of course, the more private practice clients, then the closer <laughs> I would be to just working for myself and only <laughs> myself. And that would be fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that'll happen in the next year. However, just to continue to get more clients, I would be good with that. And also for me, I'm really um, wanting to work on a NAMI article. Mm -hmm. um, and you gave that definition. You gave that acronym yes, on the I podcast. Did. What was that again? National Association for Mental Illness. Okay. Yes. A NAMI article. Yeah. So okay. on NAMI, you can go to the website and um, type in various things. And so they have just short. I really like it because they're really short and they're really to the point mm -hmm. on specific things like self-esteem or depression or how to support a partner or grief. who's dealing mm -hmm. with this or grief. Um, so they have all types of things on there and it's really short to the point. Um, some with really specific coping skills for dealing with the holidays and things like that. Um, so one of my goals is to really narrow down some stuff about self-esteem and kiddos and submit it to them and yeah, see whether they'll cool. accept it or not. Okay. Okay. Professionally, for me, I'm just trying to soak all the knowledge in from this new position that I'm getting that mm. I start next week. Mm. Um, it's very different, very new. So I'm trying to just go into it with a growth mindset and just soak up all the knowledge and, you know, use that to my advantage. Because one day, eventually, I plan to be working for Therapy Matters Counseling Group only. Mm. Um I say that, but most of the time therapists have like five jobs. Mm. I don't want five jobs. <laughs> I want to be comfortable, you know, and I want to be able to take a vacation when I can take a vacation. Set your own schedule. Yeah, but yeah. like we were saying earlier about just kind of life goals in general, what I want to accomplish, it's less so focused on achievements and accolades because I feel like we have been doing that our whole lives. Mm -hmm. um, me and Mercedes have been kind of in this grind thing together since graduating high school. And I feel like we kind of been going nonstop ever since with a master's degree and I bought my own car and I finally paid off my car and we made this move, you know, income city going up, starting the private practice podcast. I, I feel like I'm in a good place <laughs> as far as accolades and kind of achieving some of those mm -hmm. things. And a lot more of my life goals currently are focused on, um, me internally, not external accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Like wanting to kind of meditate more, wanting to do more pleasure reading, mm -hmm. um, just kind of accomplish some things within myself so that I'm always knowing that I'm being my most authentic self, Absolutely. no matter how that changes mm -hmm. over time. So I'm constantly reassessing. Mm -hmm. Does this still make you happy? Are you still mm -hmm. good here? Yes, I am. And just really kind of honing in on that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I think with the podcast is the same as trying to stay on top of it being weekly and also mm -hmm. delving more into the, the branding part. Mm. Um, just cause that's I'm the that's one that's one. the, that posts things. I mean, we'll that's post key. stuff sometimes too, but just learning more about that and staying on top of it. Oh, you say that. Keep going. Okay. I'm, I'm um, and that's I key. guess professionally, <laughs> because I'm still working on becoming fully licensed, um, I'd like to become fully licensed either by the end of the end of this year or early next year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, doing more research on private practice and finding a job that fulfills my professional needs mm -hmm. a job That's that nice. is not always taking from me but giving me something back mm -hmm. you know and so that I mean I mean my word for this year is being intentional so being patient strategic and intentional with what I'm trying to do because it, it can get a little frustrating especially when you know where you want to be and you kind of feel like, dang, when am I, when am I gonna hurry up and get there? Yeah, you know. So that that's that's what I want to do professionally for sure. Yeah, I was thinking, and I lost the question, but then it came back to me. Okay. So, um, continuing education, we know that you're um, in you, you said doctorate programs. 
how do you as a therapist uh, go to therapy yourselves just mm-hmm. to make sure that everything is okay with you before you take on the ills of the world? Mm-hmm. I mean, people coming and dumping everything on you. How do you release and, and say, okay, okay, let me check myself to make sure that I'm good mm-hmm. before I see another patient that's off the wall? Excuse me. I don't mean to be oh, offensive. No, you're you're so before, that we, before we are fully independent licensed therapists, we have to get like 3,000 hours under a supervisor. And so we have weekly supervision. And that's not therapy, but it's almost kind of like you're going yeah, to see your own therapist. Mm-hmm. It's therapeutics. And so you talk about the counter-transference. And that's like when you're feeling something in the therapy room that somebody brings up and it triggers something in you. So you have these weekly supervisions and you process that with that fully licensed therapist who's been here. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a part of it. Like most states you have to go through this in order for you to practice independently. Mm-hmm. So that's mostly where we process all of that type of yeah. stuff. We right. talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But um, even now, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying kind of to piggyback off that, we still kind of do similar things now. Mm-hmm. I know me and Mercedes, if we're finishing up here on private practice or something difficult happened, we're calling each other like, hey, you know, I had this new patient coming today. This was kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Or I might say, hey, this is kind of how I was feeling in the session. This is kind of the intervention that I thought would be helpful. Like, do you feel like that was on key? Because sometimes we don't know. And different interventions might work different for different patients. Right. Mm-hmm. And we both have pretty different therapeutic approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, similar in some ways, but still different. Like she prefers couples. I prefer kiddos. Um, mm-hmm. or I got a lot of kids that, that, that would be, as an educator, yeah. you know, you mm-hmm. see some kids that just... Yeah. Just really just That's like... That's my population. Mm, really? Love kiddos mm-hmm. um, from 10 up, but I really love the transitioning kind of to adulthood, like that 15 to 17, mm-hmm. 18 mm-hmm. range. Because it's exactly very mm-hmm. crucial, very kind of formative for mm-hmm. the rest of their life. So I love those ages. Um, but we definitely call Sweet. and check in like, hey, mm-hmm. this is going on. Like, you think this was straight? You think that was right? And they're like, yeah, yeah maybe try this next time. Or yeah, that was good. You straight um you know just give different advice but still able to talk about things that we kind of may feel uncomfortable with in the room yeah and sometimes it is heavy and i know that it's i mean i've never cried with a client in therapy is that is that unprofessional i don't think i don't know i don't think so i don't think so because it depends so some stuff is crying harder than the client it may be (laughs) unprofessional that's that you just made it about yourself that's not okay (laughs) I, I i am not the so some therapists are like really like I guess kind of like yours, like separate from the client. I don't, I have, I will sit beside my client and I will, you know, touch their hand if I need to, but I will ask them for permission before I do it. Um, but I just, it's, if it's tough, I say, hey, like that's, that's tough. Yeah. Like I don't tell them it's going to be okay. That's not no. my job. This is some tough shit that people come in mm-hmm. yes. in the room with sometimes. And, you know, I just be like, that's tough. And if you know you need to cry, you can cry. And, and if I need, and when they leave, if I need a minute, sometimes I sit in there and process what they just told me, and I feel it because it, yes, you know, secondary can hurt, yeah. yeah, secondary, you know, pain from people is real, yeah. And we're in the um, field for a reason because clearly we care about people, right? Yeah. So when we hear about like the tough stuff, the traumatic stuff, like it's heavy, it hurts. We kind of we hurt for them, almost like a empathic type of way, like. Yeah, we feel what mm-hmm. they're feeling in that moment. You can see the raw expression on their face, and so some of it does come onto you, and you do mm-hmm. feel it, and yeah, you do yeah. have to sit there with them um, in the moment and just acknowledge yeah. that it hurts. And then for me, I validate that experience, and then I kind of, even if we both have you know a little few tears going on, I'm still like, hey, but you're here, you know, you recognize that mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. needed 
help and here you are like right. you're strong as hell you're able to be mm-hmm. here you're able to try to do what it takes to mm-hmm. like, come to the other side my yeah. favorite thing to do is to thank people for sharing with yeah. me mm-hmm. yeah thank you so much for sharing it with me like thank you for like choosing me to walk through this this experience with you so mm-hmm. i because it's very hard for people to open up and yeah. talk because I don't know about y'all. I'm not going to say all black people, but we were raised to keep our business in our home mm-hmm. and to not tell anybody. That's mm-hmm. something that you said on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's true. We it are. Is. We're raised it to is. keep Who your hasn't business. heard that? What happens in this business. house stays in this house. What happens in this when house stays in this When house. you said that on the podcast, I was like, she know my life and so I'm not going to sugarcoat anything I became a therapist so that I can try to make it comfortable for other black people because mm. people need to see people who look like them because they feel like we understand more and better I'm not saying this right or wrong I'm saying that that's why I became a therapist yeah. to kind of decolonize it a little bit and mm-hmm. try to make space for black people and brown people to go talk to somebody we have to break mm-hmm. generational curses absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and a lot of people want to hear they want to know that they're being heard mm-hmm. you know and understood heard and understood. understood um I mean I wouldn't pick a different field honestly like no. I, I love having a good session with a the client they gain something from it I mean, not all the time is going to be a positive one, but you want to make sure no, that the client all got mm-hmm. something from it because obviously something is bothering you. You came in with this mood, and I'm hoping you got something different from it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think each of us are pretty vulnerable with each other. Like I know when I like last year, it was like I was having back to back clients with a lot of trauma, and I felt it after each session. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like mm-hmm. I felt it. Physically, and I think I told y'all, but mm-hmm. I think I texted in the group chat. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm starting to feel this for real. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to, I don't, I've, I've never felt this before. There are different levels to therapy. That's why I like to tell people, so there's private practice mm-hmm. and there's community mental health, which is a very tough field to be in. A lot of people don't know that. And mm-hmm. so private practice is a little different because people have like more, more say so over what they can do. Mm-hmm. And so in community mental health, you're working I guess what you would say a systemic, not a systemic way, but you have all these people to answer to before you can provide the service. Mm. And so it makes it difficult because you have to like reach a certain amount of numbers in order to make productivity for the week or something like that. Mm. So it's different levels to therapy. And I think a lot of people don't understand how difficult it can be to be in this field um, and how burnout it can be. But you're an educator. So Mm. I know, you know, so um, I think, I think as a therapist, I feel undervalued and underappreciated in this country, in this society. Mm-hmm. I don't think me and my colleagues are valued in society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's yeah. the narrative that we have as it educators. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a narrative. Yeah. But see, people are talking about the educators. They're talking mm-hmm. about the, nobody's talking about mental health reform or the up in the pay for therapists. And this is no shade. They don't, the they, they, they don't talk about it. The right people don't talk about it, but it goes back to what you were saying. The, um, entertainers yeah speak yeah. a lot about it but yeah. i guess from them it's not received i would say i don't want to say um because and and i know you don't you're not you don't rock with joe but joe no, talks joe. all the time about it because mm-hmm. in his music you could hear it in his music i didn't even know joe still made music no 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 no, no. I'm, I'm just saying well i'm a fan of his does he still make music no he oh, doesn't okay. he doesn't that's what i'm saying oh, okay. that's what i'm saying when she said yadi complex that was years ago he's gotcha. he's transitioned since or okay, transformed since need to grow. yeah yeah so he's grown but gr- yeah drastically okay. but Check in Joe his out. 
Well, and when I was, I guess this past a couple of days ago, I was in my mood, okay. right? Mm -hmm. And when I'm in my mood, I go straight to his music because it just kind of it helps me focus, it's right? Mm -hmm. okay. It's a great outlet. So in his mood, he always is into depression or was talking about depression, okay. suicide, stuff like that in his music, right? Okay. And I forgot where I was going with this point. Can you help? Me? I forgot where I was going with this point. I forgot what you were saying. Well, we were talking about the. Oh, it, the, the whole point of celebrities yeah, saying, yeah. okay, yeah. And so, um, but he, he always talks about reform, okay. that artists need it, that people need it. Because he that's one thing he references all the time. I went to therapy, I went to therapy. And uh, I started saying what he said when he got from therapy to my kids, you got to start with love is what he okay. always says on so the podcast. So maybe I need to go so, check out Joe. Nice. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just maybe one or two. But it's a music podcast, so yeah. you might like it. No, if I you're not music. a music, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you should. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, think might, you should. I might check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I might check it out. We might have to give Joe a little listen. But no, I think, I think that educators and therapists have a lot in common. Mm. And so one of my things that I like, so what I'm really big on is school to prison pipeline. Mm. And so I do mm -hmm. believe that it is a lot for the teachers to be in the classroom dealing with behaviors. Yes. I think that's a lot. And I think that is Speak a- Speak on it. I think that in the- Air horn. <laughs> Air horn. It's too much for so I think that we need to put school-based mental health services. Yeah, it needs to be available it's, it's to students. Overdue. Mm. It's overdue. We can't mm. keep burning out our teachers. Teachers are very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And so we need to have a collaboration between mental health professionals and teachers. But so right now, I work for community mental health and juvenile justice as a therapist. Mm. Do you know how hard it is for them to let me in the schools? They hate letting me in the school mm. to provide therapy. Mm. They will let me in if I'm a probation officer or a CPS worker. But as soon as I say I'm a therapist, I cannot get into the school. Mm. I think that's a problem. I think so it's very we have, reactive. Yeah, we have a very reactive approach mm. to helping children in this country. Yeah, yep. mm. but we're perfectly okay with Once some abuse takes place, yeah, or they already been locked up, then somebody come in and talk that's to them. That's the only reason But why nobody can me. come in and help them. Nope. Before it gets to that point. Yep. Speaking of that, I mean, um, you know, as an educator, I've seen some traumatic things. This I'm just sure. this year alone, just this year alone, we had two people commit suicide. Mm. You know, yes. and just the 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 energy, emotion, the climate around the school was kind of tough. Yeah. And every year, I've had a student pass away mm -hmm. to the point where. Um, I got this one girl who plays softball on the team and, you know, I love her spirit. But we were talking, I was like, yo, what's wrong with your brother? He just, you know, if you, if you know, you know, this is when you got to open up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, as somebody who's had to put a loved one underground, watch the dirt, hit that casket, you know, if he needs to just talk, mm -hmm. just let him know he, we could talk. You know, we ain't even got to, if he just want to sit and just almost like a, uh, um, Antoine Fisher type deal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What y'all think about that movie? I love that movie. That movie touches on so many yeah. things. That's a good therapy movie. Yeah, it is. Movie. Yeah, I wanted to ask you your top therapy. We had to movies. watch that movie um, mm. as a part of our graduate program. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So there are a lot of therapy movies. I think mm. so. As a clinician, I now go back and look at most movies differently. Sometimes mm. I don't try to. But you can't help it. <laughs> but I think so. For example, Precious. Mm. I never viewed that movie as a therapy movie. But if you go back and look at that movie, you can see the trauma, man. The trauma and mm. her dissociating, it's a lot. Um, yeah. But Antoine Fisher is a good one. But there's one called with Frankie and Ellis with Halle Berry. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that, that one is that's that one a that, that one is based on like true like mental illness and trauma. But that's a deep one. But Antoine mm. Fisher is a good one. Mm. It is. I love it. It is. It's a really yeah. good movie. Is it more Denzel or is it just? 
It's actually it's really a good movie because good the, the trauma that he went through as a yeah. as a growing up into a man, you saw yeah. how angry he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he finally meets somebody that's actually trying to help him, but yeah. he still wouldn't open up to yeah. that until yeah. finally yeah. He became one within himself. I'm gonna watch that movie. It's, it's in the good. car. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good movie. Now, at the end, of the therapist kind of crossing the line a little bit? Yes. <laughs> I think it was different when, because they were in the service. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What do you What do you think he crossed the line at? Ah, uh, what did he say? I think he said, "I love you." Or oh yeah. Or, oh, in the bathroom. The bathroom well, after. And I think he he got a real connection to him because yeah. he he saw what he was struggling with. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if that's necessarily crossing the line, but you do want to kind of have some good. Yeah. I would say it depends on the client for sure. Because mm-hmm. I've had kiddos who were like, thank you so much for yeah. still showing up even though like I yeah. was being a brat or yeah. I was being mad. Yeah, no. And they don't talk to me in session. I'm like, okay, well, we can still, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to color while you color and... We'll just sit here today if this is what you need today. Yeah. And they show up next time like, thank you. Yeah. Do you guys like, have, I love you. You showed up. Do you guys have top therapy movies? Because I watched one yesterday um, on Netflix no, on Friday because I love couples. So Netflix had this movie called A Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really good couples therapy mm-hmm. type movie. Now, of course, it's a little corny mm-hmm. um, because of the Caucasian cast. But I saw all the dynamics. <laughs> oh, just because? Yeah. Like it had to be corny because. <laughs> Not corny, but we probably like, they going through that. But no, it's like real issues that couples face. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is actually, it just shows how people are married and they forget to keep getting to know each other while the person is changing. Mm-hmm. We're not the same people every year. So if I've been with somebody for 10 Definitely. years, I'm not going to be the same person I was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. We have to keep getting to know each other. We got to keep falling in love over and over Definitely. again. And, okay. and they forgot to do that. And the marriage was like. Mm-hmm. I don't but think I have a favorite therapy movie. I don't think I so. I have either. a few. Uh, I know Antoine Fisher is one of mine. Yeah, Antoine yeah, Fisher is a good the, one. Yeah. Top. I'm top. Yeah. I have a list because I Should think I, I vision myself being a professor one day and I'm going to sign movies mm. to my class. I love movies. He would mm. be proactive and start <laughs> starting now. Mm. So most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next for the On the, Co- On the Couch podcast for you all professionally? What's next for you? I'm trying to go on tour. No, I'm kidding. But on the couch. I like that. I like that. I I can see us going on tour, doing some seminars, got our sisters in therapy t shirts, Mm. and really talking to the people. I I see myself doing that. And Mm. Oprah is going to be interviewing us. Speak it. Asking us what we're doing. No, I want to interview Oprah. Oprah? You think she needs therapy? I don't think she needs therapy. I think that Oprah could benefit from therapy because Mm. what I. Oprah is a great person, but I can tell that she tried to like do a lot of. She got camera transference. So she do a lot of stuff. I can tell she's been through something by the by the documentary she do or mm-hmm. something like that. I can tell that she's been through something. Mm-hmm. She go to specific documentaries for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, let's put mm-hmm. Oprah on the couch and talk to her. I think she's an amazing woman, self-made. Mm-hmm. I think she's very vulnerable and she shares a lot. And one thing, she's an HBCU graduate, so I love that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love Oprah. So Brittany wants to go on tour next. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're going on tour, man. Sabrina wants to go on tour. I just want to do weekly episodes and finish my <laughs> doctorate degree. Yeah. That's yeah How much longer you have? Ooh, we hoping to the end of next year. Jesus Call Christ. Us, do you think so? <laughs> well, Mid- depending on how long. Are y'all doing it together? Yes. yes. All three of y'all? This is yeah. Sister Circle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sister Circle. Okay. But yeah, professionally, I just want to keep growing and building 
Therapy Matters Counseling Group. One thing we do, we offer, you know, therapy services at a price that won't break people's pocket. Yeah. And they can be a slow build. Um, but I think we take pride in offering at a decent way, I mean, a decent, yeah. a decent price. Um, we don't want people to go broke to mm-hmm. invest in their mental health, so we do offer at a lower price than most people would. No doubt. No, um, doubt. no doubt. But personally, I want to continue to be intentional with my life and my choices um, from, like, food to, like, money spending. That's personally what I want to continue to do. Yeah. Professionally for me, I think I definitely want to invest in a trauma training course this year. I've okay. been saying it since I got fully licensed. Like, I want to do a specialty course. Um and I haven't as of yet, but I would like to focus in the trauma area. Okay. Okay. I think I want to go to more networking events mm. um, because there was a time where I was kind of questioning myself a little bit with mm. providing therapy, just hoping that people get something from me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to attend more like networking events or maybe some seminars that way. Just putting myself into a learner role, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it can be difficult sometimes when you really feel stuck with trying to help somebody. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of my goal this year, okay. for sure. So uh, I, I do this thing on the podcast, right? And apo- I apologize for not being prompt. That's something I have to work on this year. Okay. But um, uh, I had in mind, I knew we were going to do this podcast because Takesha and I, Takesha, right? Yes. Takesha and I were going back and forth on IG DMs about when we were going to do this, right? Podcast. And so I didn't do the shirts when we had agreed to this day. I had to do them when I got out of church. So that's why I wasn't prompt, right? And I just want to be honest. Right? Okay. Human the error honesty. is fine. You know yes. what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, I have uh, an SVI black t-shirt that I give to only the creatives that come on this podcast, okay. right? Oh. It's an exclusive. Oh. So nobody, Ooh. I mean, it's other people that have the shirt, oh. but they, they, they've all been on the podcast. Okay. Okay. They've all been on I the podcast. Okay. And then what I'm starting this year is the, um, the, um, What's next podcast T-shirt okay. that I give to everybody? It's just an addition this year that yeah, I do. That's you know, dope, man. on the back, stillvisionary.com okay. slash apparel on the back. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. And I had to take a second <laughs> to put that on there. So <laughs> y'all get, each of y'all get one. Thank you and, very uh, much. Each of y'all get one. And uh, y'all have anything else? Thank you for having us. This was great. Yeah. This is our first time being interviewed. No so doubt. this was a, a great experience as creatives. No Y'all look for this episode yeah. on uh, on IGTV starting on Tuesday yes. at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, tell them about our Instagram handle for all the Oh, yeah, 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 for see, sure. See, we, we knew to this. Yeah. But we true to yeah, this. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you can follow us at on the score. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, on oh. the couch underscore podcast. Okay. On Instagram, we do not have... Um, Twitter, Twitter or anything like that. So we're okay. mostly on Instagram. Most importantly is Apple. Go stream yes. us right now. Okay. Go catch up on season one. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Houston, I guess we Texas. Can send you a picture of our thing. I already followed on IG. Got you. Appreciate Listen, you. I already you can also IG. follow therapy that matters. No, therapy underscore matters underscore. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. Okay. Let's um do it. I, I didn't say this, uh Super Bowl predictions. I don't, I don't even know who's playing. playing. We are Team Colin Kaepernick <laughs> all the way, baby. Well, the 49s are playing today, though. Oh, okay. Well, See, know. I didn't even know that. Houston, Texas, <laughs> I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. My predictions, Colin Kaepernick will win the this year. <laughs> Peace and blessings. <laughs>
get you more wet Now that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace of Spades That Ace of Spades get cracked We like cheers to the money guys The willy niggas Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you dog. Five bottles, one dick Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line But love is shower time You know it rose rain When your cloud is nine Get off that high ass hussy This a private party Been on my dick too long Your breath on private party You gon' be nice and naughty These walls on prices arty This the upper crust, fuck us up Over and